0: One, two, three. This is the Cider Ranch Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Hello, all you pizza crusts and chicken tendies, and welcome back to another episode of the Cider Ranch Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Mike. And I think we're on episode 36 or 37 now. I don't even know. We might be close to 40. Um, we are joined now today by a fellow Canadian who is big on TikTok, Instagram, actor, comedian, filmmaker. He's got a YouTube channel as well. Um, pretty fucking funny guy. We'd like to introduce and welcome Austin Alexander to the podcast. How's it going?
1: Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the, appreciate the love.
0: Yeah, we um I, I know for 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 me, I mean obviously a fellow Canadian are you in are you in Toronto or where are you Where are you out of?
1: Yeah, GTA, so like a suburb of Toronto, like 15 okay. minutes yeah. away.
0: Yeah, I mean I know I know we both came across you on um on TikTok and just kind of the, the first thing for me was was funny because I had seen uh, that Nima's Naz I've seen him before mm-hmm. and I've seen again I, I couldn't like put the put the face to the name because I started seeing the the whole Canadian kind of stereotype voice thing you guys do or it's just yeah. you know someone calling like hey bud how are you okay yeah yeah like because that's it's funny like <laughs> in some parts of Canada that is that is kind of how they speak but like you know it, for inspirations like those TikToks like where do where do those come from like how did you is it just stuff you've just found over time and it just kind of just stuck in your mind
1: That's entirely my, my mom's side of the family. They're all like, that's a very Northern Ontario accent. Like what I'm doing is very Northern Ontario. They're like partly French, partly English. Like they're just broken people. (laughs) And like, I have a whole, my uncle, my uncle Mark and my uncle Guy both fly planes and they're insane. Like they were thrown It's just, they're hilarious. Like, oh, hey, Mark, how you doing, Mark? Hey, Gee, oh, good. Like, they know each other, they're brothers, and yet they're calling them, like, hey, Gee, you know, Gee, did you bring the, do you have any coffee? Did you bring coffee to the house there, Gee? And it's like, why are you saying his name 13 times in one sentence? Uh, Yeah, so that specific inspiration for those guys came from my uncles and, like, my entire family that's in Northern Ontario.
0: That, um, yeah I just I just yeah I just find that incredible because it's like you know it it seems like they don't care but like they care enough just to ask and then it's like they get what they've got to say they they say what they are they're said they've said their piece and 30 seconds like okay bye bye it's just like that's the way it is like but um that's it yeah is there like no I mean not to not to get like too historical but like is there I know like you said French and English but is there like is there a reason for why like is it like is that that's like true, kind yes. of Enunciated more so, just to, or is that like actually how they sound?
1: They sound like that. Like anything north of like Sudbury, anything north of Sudbury, they all sound like that for whatever reason. I don't like. I know it. (laughs) You sound like it's like a disease.
2: Yeah, anything north of Sudbury.
0: something in the water. Why are you saying his name so much? He's right here.
1: <laughs> uh, no because of the fur trade like there's big fur trading and they're outfitters so like there was a lot of French and you know Hudson's Bay is up there so like they whatever they just they got stuck there and they're in isolation so it's like they're part French part English and like there's a big influence there yeah. from that so I think that's why where that accent comes from.
2: Cool. That's cool yeah because yeah. we're from the, we're we're actually from Vancouver So we have, um, we have a very general accent, at least we don't think there's really much going on there. And when we watch TikToks and stuff like that, of you guys making these like, you know, these these crazy voices and like, just not even crazy. They're just normal accents, but they're normalized to your area and it's hilarious. Like for us, it's like, we're on this West coast and we, and you guys are only a few hours away, but yeah, it's just such a different like reality out there. It's pretty funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you guys are like the LA of Canada. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. we're like we, we don't have that act.
0: like I, I think about you know the people like the stereotypical you know when you look at it that you know they're wearing a plaid jacket they you know they, they have a hockey stick like on them all times they're wearing the big I've actually I, I don't know if you guys have never seen I've never seen someone wear that earmuff tooth thing where it comes down like I've never seen someone wear that. no I don't think yeah. that that's I think that's just made for tv but like I I think it's funny because everyone thinks that the accent is like Oh yeah. Like a boot, like we're going to go down. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard any no. Canadian talk like that. I don't even think up no. the North, like if that's, you know, but that's not I've how we talk at all.
1: I've never heard a boot. That's no, weird. I've never heard that. Um, yeah. but you know, what's interesting, you know, like in the U S each state kind of has their own accent and you can kind of yeah. hear it from like, Oh, that's a, that's a George, like, even if you're just in the South specifically, it's like, yeah. Oh, that's a Georgia accent. That's a North Carolina accent. That's a Florida yeah. accent. Canada kinda does have the similar, like we don't think about it cause we're like, oh, we don't really yeah. have an identity. But if you go to different regions in Canada, they all have their different kind of twang to them. Like you obviously Quebec, but like yeah. also Newfoundland, like when they say car, it's like car. Yeah. Oh, it's like East coast. Car. a the car in there. Like yeah. very, uh, Ireland of Canada. Yeah, the Ireland of Canada, exactly. The,
2: the, the best is when you're, you're with somebody, let's say you're on the west coast, like us in Vancouver, and you got somebody that moved from like Nova Scotia or something. And they're trying they're trying so hard to normalize and to get acc- acclimatized. Yeah. And Then all of a sudden you're having a conversation with them and they're just like, Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the garage. And then they just like go <laughs> and talk. They're like, Oh my god. It's like they just dropped an F bomb or
1: something. <laughs> yeah. The garage again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears> that's <throat> pretty funny.
0: With um with Nima Nas, did you like are you or are you guys always like been friends or did you guys meet through TikTok or how did that kind of Come so we
1: actually went to, we actually went to school together. Um, there's a program, uh, there's a college called Humber, Humber College in Toronto. Um, and it has a comedy writing and performance program. And actually um, some like notable alumni. Uh,
2: Humber College? He's got a
1: big show. He's got a big show. He always does those like elaborate pranks where like he made a Starbucks. He's like, he made like a fake Starbucks. Oh, it's losing my mind. Yeah. Um, i um i who, sorry, who's
0: what what is it austin sorry say it again
1: oh sorry um i forget his name it'll come to me later oh nathan fielder so he went to the same program and for cool. nathan for you i don't know if you've seen that like show like i know that last name yeah he's a big he's huge he was on like conan and he has his own show he's in la anyways uh, so we went to this program started we met there and then we, we started just doing content together that's awesome yeah
0: it's yeah it seems like you guys got that kind of that seamless kind of chemistry that you yeah you kind of find i was just actually watching a couple before this and i've been addicted to the ones where you two are um I mean, you do lots of the skits, but the ones where you're like in the office and you're you're selling gift cards in the call center, and the guy's like, "Hey man, just had a just had a fucking great party." Was she a minor? Like, why does he keep bringing up like a minor? Like, I, I, thought, I thought the crux of it was gonna be like, "Okay, dude, you gotta stop saying minor. Like, it's weird." And it's like, "Yeah, just totally frat party." Like, I love that. Then the boss comes out of nowhere. Like, fuck, I love shit like that, man.
1: It's so good. What's funny about that is that that's entirely improvised. So we set up the two cameras and we just go.
0: Oh no right? way, really.
1: Yeah, I had no idea Neman was gonna throw in minor like that. <laughs> so he <throws> it in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I have to yes end your fucking. <laughs> I'm like, oh,
0: well, <laughs> good. Yeah. Drunken entitled, drunken entire two six of absolute. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. jacking yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So has that kind of like has me before? Like I don't know. Like you're obviously your history, but like so, were you doing? the kind of the YouTube and the video work before TikTok, or did that spur you to, to go into it? I know you said you'd gone to
1: school, but. Uh, yes. I, I mean, I, I started, so on and off with YouTube, YouTube is like you have to make a decision to make it like you're making a TV channel at yeah. that point Well, so you have to be, once you make a YouTube channel, you have to like be consistent and constantly be uploading and actually putting out good content. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of time. Um, mm-hmm. So I have, you know, taken a job at that. If you want to see some like, lost sketches there's a thing called eggs comedy that was like an old sketch channel that i made on youtube but then okay Okay. there's like old sketches of mine that not a lot of people have seen Um, (laughs) Hmm. but anyways that's so i have done that before but really pushing on social media and stuff like that came within the last uh about year and a half now so like i really started pushing and then you know Covid hit and that was just huge because everyone was on their phone. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was gonna ask. That was,
0: I mean, the next question is how like it's been, you know, kind of I guess getting away from like the the funny part and the the youtubing, but like how has that been affecting? Um, well, how is it over there? How
1: is COVID affecting it in
0: Toronto? Is it just fucked? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Co- Toronto's dead. Everything's yeah. shut. Down. They like yeah. we went back into the red zone, but that's a good oh, thing yeah. for me because it's like hey, everybody's watching content online now. Yeah. You know? Are you, are you
2: guys allowed to like can you guys meet up and actually do your um your sketches and stuff and like set up your your routine like you used to do or is it just hard to do now
1: no we do we we still up because we're like this is our circle that we've established um but like you can only have inside a house you're only allowed to have 10 people max okay but like we never have like our skeleton crews are usually three people like there's one person maybe behind camera, otherwise yeah. it's going out and filming stuff so pretty easy yes yeah. in that respect
2: what is um so just um to kind of backtrack a little bit because before COVID started what what do you think the difference is uh do you feel like how about this how about this do you yeah. feel like your channel and everything has accelerated since COVID started because you've had more opportunity
1: to you know spend time with and, and own your craft a little bit i mean i did note like going to the numbers, the actual Mm -hmm. analytics of it, it did jump during COVID. Uh, I think it might've played that, like the specific, like I was putting out more content and better content, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think people are also they're on their phones. So I think it's like, it was like a mix of both. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's really, all it is is like just, you gotta be consistent. And once you're consistent, then people think like, okay, you're a brand and I'll follow this brand now rather than just a random person who's like, Oh, he made a funny video. So what, what would you yeah. say like your, what, what your brand is? Uh, well Austin Alexander is what encapsulates the brand, but like my brand is definitely comedy. Um, and I'm trying to lean towards like a cinematic, like if you watch my stuff, it seem, there. when I do my good stuff, like usually like things that are on my YouTube, it's cinematic because okay. like I have a film and TV background. So I want to like take the norm of like, it's not just joke writing. So like if you watch my stuff, actually a lot of what's happening in the dialogue, there's not a single joke being told. Mm-hmm. Most of it is like, this is the mo- the situation is just amplified because it's funny and there's yeah, an yeah. argument happening over coffee with these two Italians or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. so that gets humor out in a way that I find finesse. Like I re- my goal, my end goal is, it's not my end goal, but my next project right now is I'm working on a TV show. Which oh, nice. It. Yeah, it's in the pitching stages. Um, so that's why I was, I was like going insane last night because I was like putting p- post-it notes all over my wall because we had a literary agent ask us to come and um, re- do a rewrite on our pilot. So anyways, yeah. we filmed the group of concept. Nima's in the show as well. Um, I'll tell you a bit about it if you're interested. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, it's a workplace comedy about a dispensary. Um, so my <laughs> friend actually owns a dispensary in Toronto. <laughs> and uh, we filmed the proof of concept there. And it's essentially like this work, um, this um, cannabis naive entrepreneur leaves her job at Big Pharma to come start a new uh, business venture with these seemingly incompetent. Um, <laughs> right? And then that's where like <laughs> me and me are these dumb stoner comics yeah. with this business woman who's like actually taking care of the business and cares about it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what's in the works right now. And that sorry going nice. back to the cinematic things like back to the cinematics <clears throat> I like I use Instagram and all social media as like a training ground for scenes for movies and TV shows so it's just it's like oh here this is these are funny characters let's discover them and put it out and then yeah. see it, people's responses and then people are like oh I love the Canadian dad guy so it's like okay now could I put them in a movie later or a TV show later like where can I fit them in to scripts so in yeah. the future. That's like, funny it's I think yeah um. So, so with
0: that, so and pardon me if I'm being ignorant, but like, so did you say you had your own, you have your own like area that you're filming? Like, do you own like a, a building around there? Or like, is it your own kind of...
1: So he has a, a shop, like a physical dispensary. Like, he's a real, he's a legal federally licensed dispensary. Okay. Before he got the license last year, he was like a head shop, like just bongs and vapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had the physical store, but we just dressed it to look like a a weed shop nice yeah yeah I could send you the link if you're interested yeah yeah send the link out
0: is that um so and you say it's just in the pitching stages like you have you so you've got that the literary thing but like any
1: like any like um movement yet so my associate producer and I she's in Costa Rica for for covid I don't know she got stuck there but anyways um we made a list we actually went to this is some insider knowledge if you ever want to pitch a tv show Um, we got the tiff list from the film festival, yeah, yeah. it's basically just like a list of all these producers and agents and stuff like that. So we listed all of them, um, contacted a few of them. We just like kind of just been sending out emails. But one of the big things is when you want to pitch a TV show, is that you don't go directly to the producer because they don't they don't care, like they mm-hmm. really don't
0: care
2: yeah.
1: unless they know you. So what we've been doing is like, for example, I went to Letter Kenny. On- yeah. And I was in Letterkenny and I went to the writers on Letterkenny and there's like a list on IMDB of all the writers. So then you go to the writer, okay. you find their literary agent, you, you get all the information on that. So we've been logging all this information of, uh, from these lit agents and then we've been one by one reaching out and then following up and then doing another follow-up and then another follow-up and then another follow-up. And, another follow-up. Um, and we have it all logged in an Excel sheet. Cool. Uh, and one person got back to us so far yeah you have
0: to keep going until something sticks right that's kind of um, like
1: thousands of them so it's like yeah, it's, yeah. it's only a matter of time before someone you just need one yes oh wow. yeah that's
2: yeah. that's good that's actually really good advice too because you know just speaking in in general terms just for anybody that's listening to this right now how many times do people you know they keep trying 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 they try like 900 uh, it sounds silly it sounds like a general analogy but let's say you try 999 times and you just don't get there and then you say you make that uh, excuse where you say, you know what? I'm not going to get there anymore. I've tried 999 times. And then you stop, but that 1000 time might actually be your break. So that's, exactly. that's cool. That's cool. Because you guys are showing persistence. You guys are actually showing that you guys really want to do this. Yeah. This is, this is, this is what your passion is. And you guys yeah. are going to make it happen, which is
0: really cool. Yeah, it's man. Really- i fucking watch that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah
1: it's it's, it's yeah. actually, actually funny, which I'm, like I'm not. I wouldn't boost it up. Like it's actually a good TV show, because yeah. I hate TV shows. Like I fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much, like shit on TV right now. It's like yeah. why can't I make some shit on TV? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But some of the stuff that fucking passes. Like stuff. there
0: was, what the hell was that one show? Um, got it, it was like on. Um, you got obviously you have like you have global there too in Toronto, right? Or do you have global? Yeah, uh, we do. So, there was some stupid primetime show that that happened upon Global. I think it lasted, like, one season. And it was um, – oh, God. Um, or it might, might – no, it might still be there. Um, uh, the guy from Home Improvement, he had, like, a show, and it was just terrible. No. Yeah, That's Tim true. Allen. And he had, like – and he's, like, older now, but the, the show was just horrific. Like, it's just <laughs> – you know and it's like seven to eight and like people like people are enjoying this like it's just garbage i'm and sure all he has
2: to pitch is hey i'm tim allen okay you have a show that's probably basically <laughs> yeah.
0: all it is <laughs> well for the longest time the brunt the brunt of our group was like you know watching like you know cbc like okay oh well what what new show is is cbc coming out with and like you know like fucking arctic air is their claim to fame which is just terrible Just <laughs> <Like>, oh, <laughs> watching a
1: bad show. Like, actually not a bad show <laughs> it? oh, really? it's,
2: actually, it's actually okay it's just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like you know when you see you know when you see the, you know when you see the ads and it comes up and they do that quick like 30 second monologue and <laughs> yeah. it's like and it's like it's making it seem like it's like top down or something yeah what's well, on the glasses
0: and it's like art gear yeah. stupid zoom in for no reason
2: <laughs> and there's like seal, seal playing is that the song yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. but hey yeah, you're you know what's you know what your show sounds like um and correct me if i'm wrong but it yeah. almost um, and I know you can't reveal too much about it, but have you seen Schitt's Creek?
1: Yeah. yeah. Is it kind of yeah.
2: like that? Like where they, you guys, like they have like this idea and this like everything to them and then they maybe not forced to, you know, live a, le- like not a lesser life or whatever, but a different life. Is that kind yeah. of what it is?
1: So she, well, she, okay. So she, the only difference with the actual storyline is that she came from Big Pharma. So she's actually like, she was a King Street or a Bay Street, you know, she lived downtown. She was actually doing really she came from a big uh, pharmaceutical company and then she's like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I want to make something of myself. So she tries to capitalize on the recent legalization by making yeah. this dispensary, but she's never smoked weed in her life. And like, yeah, now she's working with a bunch of potheads who know everything about weed, but nothing about business. So it's like these worlds are colliding.
0: I, I think uh, that's perfect because you're going to get that juxtaposition. And it's just going to be, you know, she's going to be rolling her eyes and you know, you're going to exactly. get a couple, you know, couple ideas of like where, you know, she's kind of, she's very resistant to kind of, you know, adopt the stoner trend. And then she's going to do something and you know, they're going to, you know, you'd say like, did you just use that word? And she's like, Oh my yeah. God, I did. And like, you're, you're rubbing off oh, there, man. There's, yeah, there's so many yeah, things yeah. you could do with that. Yeah. Oh
1: man, I would say my biggest inspirations for starting it were um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Cross, um, is that a good show I've never I've never seen it is it good I
0: should start watching that yeah. it's, really oh,
1: it's hilarious it's hilarious um, I would say it's like a cross between always sunny the office and um, what was the third one I had it was something it, like, it was like Schitt's Creek it was something like that
2: is it like Parks and Rec kind Kim's of?
1: convenience sorry Kim's convenience Kim, Kim, oh, that's yeah. a good one too So
2: Kim's convenience is funny because they don't, they don't, it's like what you said, about your show, they're not saying funny things per se. It's just the situation's happening and you're just like, Oh my God.
0: (laughs) But it's funny too, because you have to be Canadian, you have to be culturally Canadian to kind of get some of those types of things. Otherwise it's going to go over your head, but like they're, they're done really well. And you guys are so right. It's like, they're not, they're not, they're not trying to be so slapstick funny in your face to say, Hey, look, I'm funny. Like it just, it genuinely comes out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah like even even if you're not Korean, you still kind of, you know, you get some of the family jokes. It's just yeah. every all yeah. when you're building a story, you just gotta have your characters, excuse me, grounded in reality. And once that, like even if you think of like Rick and Morty, like yeah, such an eccentric show, like they go into space and shit like that, but it's really a show about family, yeah, and like yeah, relationships. Because the once the characters are grounded in reality, you can put them anywhere.
2: That sounds like kind of like how um, I remember I was watching a round table discussion. I think it was with Conan O'Brien. He was talking about his, um, he was with his old uh, Simpsons counterparts and they were, they were around a table and they were talking about that. And that's what he said made the show funny in its initial stages was that it was rooted as crazy as it was and as absolutely insane, you know, the episodes were and they would sit there and they would compete for. Making the craziest story they possibly could, yep. but at the end of the day, um, it was rooted in family. Yep. They actually did say that quote, and then until later on <clears> in the later 90s, when you know some of the writers <laughs> left and it started to change and it started to kind of go away from that, but that's kind of the root of that show, and that's what made that show so successful, which is cool because it translates it's
0: still going on to dude. like what you guys making doing. the yeah. episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's yeah, really- absolutely. The of these, like, because there's endless issues that you can have with like family or friends right yeah yeah well i missed a birthday like what now that's a whole episode (laughs) yeah
2: yeah
1: Miss a birthday in space while fighting aliens you know what i mean like to go as much as you can possibly get out of that like futurama was really good that way
2: oh futurama was phenomenal yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was a great
1: show do you take any um
0: any inspiration from like seinfeld because i know it's i know it's either you hate it or you love it kind of thing but do you like seinfeld
1: yeah, my favorite show of all time is Curb Your Enthusiasm.
0: Yes, so. <laughs> I never knew I, that it was the voice behind like <laughs> Steinbrenner and all that until I'm like, oh yeah, that is his voice. Like it's, yeah. but I'm like you said, like if if you think about it too, like if you if you think about Seinfeld, like and yeah, it's hilarious. But when you when you when you, if you take apart the humor and you don't if you don't watch it as like a comedy show, they're terrible like human beings. Like Jerry is <laughs> quite possibly one of the the worst people you could ever meet. He's oh, an asshole God. to his friends. Like honestly, like you know. <laughs> Like the the like everyone's like, Oh, I don't like the ending. Well, like that's kind of what they deserved. Like they were just terrible people. Like yeah. you know? But like you know, shows about nothing, but they could take a topic. Like that's the, the, the genius in the writing. And I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna kinda wanna, you know, take from that, but like, you know, just a show being able to just take, like you said, one talk, to- like like a missed birthday, or like, you know, yeah. manhands, like that the whole episode on man hands, you know, or like um the soup knots, all those types of things. Like, it's just, it's perfect. Like, it's just such great writing.
1: Yeah. Funny that you mentioned that because yesterday when I was doing um, the rewriting session, I specifically brought up an epit, like was specifically breaking down because we have to find, to simplify an episode, you just want to either have, you have A plot, B plot. Oh, sorry. Uh, you have A plot, B plot, right? Um, yeah. But to simplify it, you want to start with your A plot and then you kind of beat that out And it's like, you want to have an innate want from your main character of the story. So each episode will be like, this is a, you know, a character centric episode. So this specifically, the A plot is for Sarah. So um, I was like, what's her want? And like, we were trying to discover that. And it was like, okay, well, let's go to Seinfeld. Like a clear want in Seinfeld is something internal. Like maybe, you know, Seinfeld just wants somebody to like him and nobody doesn't like, he doesn't like the fact that somebody doesn't like him. Mm -hmm. So he spends the whole episode trying to get somebody to like him. When there's nothing else left in the story like you can fill it in and like throw you know tassels on it to make it seem like there's something more there but it's really to the meat of it it's Jeff <laughs> Seinfeld wants this guy to like him <laughs> there was um
0: I don't know if you ever go on reddit but there's a there's a whole there's a whole subreddit called reddit right Seinfeld and there's this okay. one that's been gilded and it's this this guy is literally made it's it's like oh my god it's like 5,000 words, oh, 5,000, 5 to 10,000 words. And it's an entire thing that he's written out, but it's one about like, um, if they didn't new one, like how, how they would do with like COVID. And it was, uh, what the hell was it? It was like, George was like refusing to wear like, wear, like a mask in public. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, Kramer was, <laughs> I could you know, see just, it now. <laughs> Kramer was like Googling like symptoms and he thought that he had COVID and he was going, insane. Like it's just, it's so, it's so good cause they could do that
1: still, you know? Totally. Yeah. I bet you I bet you um he's gonna address it in Curb. I bet you he's gonna make a new season. Cause he's just he uh, makes a so. season whenever he wants to.
2: Yeah. I always think back to even Curb, like that very first episode. It, it for being the first episode, what did it come out? Like 98, 97? it's still yeah. so good with the pants tent. So like yes. with with, yeah. with and the fact he's just like it's just a normal thing, but twenty like the for the first fifteen minutes, he's like, I don't understand my pants it just there's this little thing it looks like there's a thing there yeah, <laughs> and then he <like>, goes <laughs> and yeah and then and then he goes in the movie theater and that woman wouldn't move for him oh, yeah. and like, can can you just move <laughs> and then and then it's just and then it turns out yeah but but then it's like that is such a situation that would happen normally
0: because it's Larry like, David just does the things that yeah. we think like I mean it happens
2: every day but we yeah. never think about it like sometimes I'll stop like because Ben and I are making podcasts we're doing that stuff so I'm thinking a little bit like that and I just I start laughing in normal life now because I'm like I can't believe this is happening I, and I and and sometimes I'll write it down in my phone because I'm just like oh my god this guy just this random guy just said this to me and I'm just like what the hell why did he say that but yeah. instead of just going, why do you say that and just blowing it off? I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, I have to
0: write that down. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was a track t- t- it was a stupid TikTok that I, I don't know who it was, but I, I think it was like David Dobrik was doing something and he was driving and he's like, oh, shit, I think I cut that guy off. And he's like going off of like the on-ramp back onto the freeway. And this guy pulls up and is just, like, fucking screeching, comes up, part, like, hits the brake right beside him. and goes, what the fuck were you doing? And he, but he, like, but he, like, he says, roll your window down. So, like, they, like, does it. And he said, no, you. And he, like, the, the guy in the backseat rolls it down. And he's, like, you fucking fat pig. And the guy's, like, dude, I'm not even driving. And he just storms away. Like, why did, like, why did I get yelled at? Like, but it's shit like that. Like, I find that stuff just, I don't know. I like that simplicity of Seinfeld, just like the one topic thing that's just so stupid. Like, you know, well, he, he got the eclair in the garbage can. Well, it was on like a piece of paper. Like, I love that shit. It's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't have to be complicated to be good. The
2: yeah.
0: five second rule does not apply. Yeah. <laughs> Shoves you, the fucking yeah. gram out of the way. Yeah. And um, I guess my, ne- my next question was going to be, for for those kinds of stereotypes, is there, I mean, knowing it, like, what, how, so how old are you?
1: I'm 29.
0: 29, okay, yeah, so we're, I'm 30. Um, what do you, like, what do you think from what you've learned going through TikTok or whatever, like, what do you think is the biggest or, like, the worst Canadian stereotype that you've, like, encountered or what you see?
1: The worst Canadian stereotype?
0: Yeah, or just one that it just is just, like, kind of bullshit or?
1: I guess a lot of people try to do, you know, like, like, the hockey guy. Yeah, it's yeah. so irritating. And it's like you did—you don't have, like, you're doing the hockey guy, but I can tell that you don't have the um, vocabulary to, like, you don't actually have the knowledge of it. That would be, yeah. like, me trying to, I, I don't know. It's, like, it th- that to me. I think that one, that character, right,
2: because it's just the same thing over and over. Yeah,
0: it's basic. And there's, there's not there's not much variety. Yeah. Exactly. I hadn't had it one time when someone literally is like, "Oh, like, do you guys have igloos up there?" And I'm thinking, like, do you think we're in Antarctica? Like, I don't. What are you talking about? Like, it's they're being they're being genuine too, which is people like. Really they, they, they ask that? Like, they, they think that it's just a yeah. frigid wasteland. Like, it's like I, I I've met
2: people in Washington State just below us, like Seattle and stuff, and they're genuinely like they make they make a comment like that, and you're like, oh, ha, ha. and they're like no seriously like, like do you guys is it just like a couple hours like north of like the border <laughs> then or and sometimes it's like yeah yeah like there's a few igloos like just around vancouver and so you just kind of like you just kind of like let them go it's it. like it's like okay like i don't think you're really like getting it or whatever but <laughs> right.
1: no there's sometimes it just like flies over yeah your, like, whenever i go down south like oh my god like north carolina or south carolina oh they're just like you got phones up there. I can can I call? <laughs> you phones? I'm like no, yeah. Stop. Well, I guess we have phones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no electricity up here at all. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, let me just let me just hop on my horse. I'll grab and then we'll uh, I'll pole vault to the other side. That's unreal. <laughs> Stupidity is funny though. I mean, there's so much you can do with that. There, you know, like generally. what um uh, I I was actually Austin. I was gonna ask you a quick question. Um, what made you um.
2: Like, cause I know you, you, you said you went to Humber college, right? Yeah. What made you say, Hey, I want to start this brand. Like what, uh, and like start with your online uh, presence and your TikTok and you know, your Instagram and all of that. What, what made you say, Hey, I'm going to take this plunge. I'm going to do this.
1: Um, okay. So I, I have a film and TV background. So, and I've always loved comedy. I've always like thought in comedy. So when I was, at film school or TV broadcasting, I would be making stuff and I would hate anybody in front of the camera. I was like, I want to be in front of the camera. So I took this other program, which helped me learn how to like script, write and like do stand up and write for sketches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then right out of school, I went, I got an agent. And then from there, it's just like a lot of people wait for casting calls like a lot of actors do, which I didn't want. And I was like, I want to be constantly acting every day. I don't want to get my 10,000 hours in, in like six months. So I started doing more of this. And then I know Nima actually kind of pushed me because Nima started doing this before. And I saw like I'm Nima was at like a thousand followers and then he jumped to 5,000 followers and then he jumped to 10 K and then he just kept jumping. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's like, I'm just posting, man. And he's like, you should just get on it with me. So then I was like, true, I'll start. So then I really started doing it that way and then the brand kind of fell into place over time because like i didn't know like what my brand was or anything but over now i'm like a little more okay this is this is my path and i know where i'm going now so i have a little yeah. more clarity um do you, do you find that at,
0: right? cool. do you find like because with like Nima, you said you find where it's just kind of like just skyrocket is it like does it seem like it's exponential as soon as like you kind of just grind a bit and it's what you just kind of need it and then all of a sudden it just kind of goes up because because you're at what 90 90,000 on, on TikTok, Right. Cause you were yeah. quite, I mean, I remember looking at you were like 50 or something. Now you're almost at a hundred thousand. Like that's,
1: you know, yeah. TikTok's really easy. TikTok's really easy to gain followers. Um, you really just gotta be posting and, you know, be unique. Like it's, yeah. I almost, it's almost weird. Like I almost know what's going to blow up when I post yeah. it. Really, um, And then sometimes I don't like I'll sometimes hit the mark, but for Instagram, it's really hard except unless you're using reels and like reels, I jumped. I jumped 4,000 followers in a week or two. In like two weeks, I was what? at. I was at like 4,500.
2: I remember and seeing that. Yeah.
1: What, what's reels, like, sir? Reels are on Instagram. It's like it's like Instagram's answer to TikTok. You can actually scroll through, and not all oh, people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I didn't can, know that. It, oh,
0: okay.
1: I had one real hit, and it, it has two million views. Like it has close Holy to two million. shit! 9, yeah, so it's my l- l- biggest viewed video and i got four thousand followers from it in like two weeks
0: what was that one about like did you know it was gonna blow up or was it one where you just like you just kind of just did it i knew it was
1: a good i didn't think it was that good like i didn't think it was gonna blow up to be like that's called a hyper that's a that's a that that went viral that's considered like a hyper viral like when Mm -hmm. it hits the millions then you're good um Mm -hmm. because then it just keeps going and like every day i would gain like i would gain like 300 followers a day Wow. And you're like, you're like, holy shit. You just keep seeing the numbers rise, rise, rise. Yeah. Uh, and it's the one reel where it's just like, all I'm saying is like the different, it's like white lingo, like different types of um, uses for the word okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You do one with like the, the hello one. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like yeah. all the
0: different types of hellos, like there's the hello where it's like, go fuck yourself. And there's like the hello, <laughs> like can I ask yeah. a question? Like it, it, it's perfect because like, it's things that people all think about. totally putting it into a video i think i think that's it's genius i love that one yeah you got you got the smile down pat too with like "Hmm, you again (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: yeah those are just like uh i started coming i came out with that one just to try and capitalize on the previous one that hit i'm like well might as well try it like who cares yeah like they're like oh you already did the format like this but it's like people recognize formats and they like it so they like to come back for something that they know, yeah. The, I think the one thing that actually, I think for me, is a detriment to what I'm doing is that I don't have a specific style that I stick to. I'll throw something out. It, you'll never know what you're getting with me. But someone, one of my buddies, laid me like he's happy. He was just like telling me, "He's like, no, dude, I think that's that's where you you kind of excel because no one's doing that. Like if I go to TikTok and there's like a you know like a chef TikTok." you're getting mm-hmm. chef tiktok every single video that he puts out right right so it's had, had i find a style that i would just stick to i bet you i would have more followers right now because i'd be recognizable but that's yes. a choice we,
2: we've been noticing that too like we, we we talked to another tiktok guy his name is trevor abney and um <clears throat> and another guy named nick smarillo and um they were both, they were both like doing okay. And then all of a sudden they just exploded. They had so many, but they were so consistent and they were doing this, um, like the same type of video. And I remember talking to them, they were saying, yeah, I, I like making them, but they kept saying the same thing. They're like, I don't want to be typecast. I don't want to yeah. keep doing this. And that's why they keep doing different things. But they always go back to those same videos throughout the week because they know those are the ones that are going to generate a lot of
1: attention. Yeah. Exactly, exactly yeah. that. Like if I could, yeah. what I wanna do is actually start like a, another TikTok, a whole new account and mm-hmm. do something like that, where it's just the same video every single time, yeah. uh, just to capitalize, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, that's not me. That's just me capitalizing and like cheating the system. Cause I don't want to be stuck like that. Yeah. That's There's- why I'm moving, but like a lot of these TikTokers, they're not trying to make TV shows or movies. Like they're really not, they're like this TikTok, this is my thing. But like I don't see the longevity in that. Like, yeah, you could probably be, you know, well to do for a couple of years if you're good, but like mm-hmm. where are you going with it? What are you gonna do with your audience? Yeah. Yeah. You know, sell merch. Like you need I guess I guess yeah.
2: that's kind of the plan. They just like they're just like, hey, we'll just do this. And maybe they're maybe they're just not thinking in the moment so far right away, but <clears throat> it's like it's like yourself. You're you know, you're looking at all these different avenues for growth and and mm-hmm. you're you're like you're creating a, a TV show, which is super cool in addition to what you're doing uh, on a daily
1: basis, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, career, cause I'm making, I'm making this as a career choice. This is a career choice, not a, you know, cause I want longevity. So I'm got happy. A hobby.
0: This is your, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm happy yeah. growing slowly than me blowing up off one video and then falling off in a year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Is that for like you're saying too, with that, like, and I looked on your Instagram for that. Like, I, I haven't like researched about the, the dad Clothing Company is that something that you you have founded or is that something that you're sponsored by or like?
1: No, oh, yeah, that's my clothing company. Um, okay, awesome. so, yeah, it's been hectic. Um, I just wanted cool. to start. I actually started the business. Like, it's a registered uh, incorporated business. Um, I am. You are talking to the president. <laughs> cool. Very nice. <laughs> I should have brought my uh, my apologies, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I do <did> say. <laughs> <Yes. It's> quiet. <laughs> Uh, No, because people are like, they want to sell. So I'm using my, see, this is where attention equals currency, right? So the more people I can get attention to, the more they're going to want to buy my clothing and stuff like that. But it's not merch. I don't want it to be merch. I want to make, I want to use my, because I have a lot of artistic vision. I actually want to, you know, because I'm into fashion as well, Mm -hmm. take that and turn it into another medium of how i can get out my art my the way that i see Mm -hmm. art so uh, this is like a representation of that that i can sell and people can buy um so the clothing into all the different types of markets exactly the clothing brand itself is just its complete own thing the fact that i do comedy is like yeah yeah. there's like austin alexander brand there's dad clothing brand so what what is the dad what is the dad clothing brand is it it's like for dad like dad jokes or it's not
0: like that is it just like something that you just come up with like is there a specific style that it it is
1: or so the sweaters itself are i got the inspiration because my dad has a sweater that like he he's never thrown away it has like holes in it there's paint stains on it and he's like (laughs) wearing it on sunday i'm like dad what are you doing with this sweater but it's like a really nice you know old club monaco sweater Yeah. so my initial idea is like i want to recreate that where people can have that like nostalgia mixed with like those like Northern getaway type sweaters that we used to have back in the 90s. Yeah. So good. So yeah. remember
0: I'm cool. um, in the mall. What was it called? Northern, Northern, Northern exposure. What the hell was it called? I can't remember. It just Northern. had like all like Hudson Bay stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Northern stuff. reflections. I think it was called Northern reflections. Northern reflections is exactly what I was uh, going after. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's made using all the style all the techniques that they used in the 90s because like there's new techniques to make clothing. Like I didn't know this, but I, I made it all using the techniques that they used to make in this clothing in the 90s and then um, kind of put a modern twist on it. So instead of like a loon on the shirt, it's now a multicolored blue heron and people are like, oh, that's new, like an underrepresented bird. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Osprey's coming next.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's That actually, I love it. No, Why did you,
2: you, oh, Ben, not a, uh... Not to no, interrupt no, you, no, I, but I, really quick, but, I, but why the why the um, why the heron? Just out of curiosity, was there a specific reason for that? You're just like, hey, let's just
1: throw this on there. I really like blue herons. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm obsessed with herons, but I yeah, um, I wanted to put an underrepresented bird on. This <laughs> like that was actually
2: i just it's just the way you say underrepresented just messes me
0: (laughs) up. i I feel like i feel like austin has this like someone said something one day about the blue hair and
2: you're like no fuck you i love that no no they're they're underrepresented (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: No, and then and then it was funny because I went into the symbolism of it, and now I like kind of bullshit with that, like, oh, you know, it means independence and you know, strength <laughs> and all this, and I'm like, that's what I really put it on the sweater for, but no, that's not yeah. the real. Like
0: View the its large beak as it. I <laughs> could be, that could be a skitter yeah, there. You and Nema could be like just like talking about birds, and like you're just so passionate. Hey, look at how nice this bird is, and all of a sudden, like it's just like you know that like you know like um that nice background music, like really calm, and all of a sudden, yeah. like look at it, and it's it's so beautiful watches it and then all of a sudden it's just like and it's just like terrible oh my god <laughs> Fucking blue, that, that's like that's a scare right there man there's something there for sure Good.
1: i can but, put that on the dad clothing instagram too oh man that's awesome that's yeah, fantastic. yeah uh
2: that's, quick quick question for you about dad clothing again just because like you know i i we we talk to a lot of like entrepreneurs and like people that uh, you know have started their own business um if you don't mind getting into it a little bit, I know it's a little technical, but you said you're a. Did you say it's an LLC? Like your business is an LLC. Yeah, it's registered. Yeah. So how did you how did you do that, and why did you do that, and how has that benefited you? Because I've always been interested in learning about that, and you know, finding out what is the reason for registering, uh, you know, a company like that, and just mm-hmm. your thoughts on that.
1: Uh, okay, there's a couple reasons I wanted to register the business. Um, for one. It makes, there's a, there's a, oh yeah, there's a few reasons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My buddy, who's a dispensary owner is a millionaire. Like he's a millionaire overnight. Like he got the dispensary license. He's opening up two more stores. He's got licenses for 71 stores across Canada. Uh, Butters cannabis. You might see one pop up in Vancouver soon. Ooh, cool. um, anyways, he really, he's like, he's like, you gotta start a business. You gotta start a business no matter what, cause you can actually funnel. you can funnel, funnel a lot of the things you want to do through the business. Um, but you need to have a license. And uh, for the other, for my reason, I wanted to license it because I wanted to take it seriously. Uh So I went through the, I went through the whole thing of like, this is my business. I now run a business. I'm a business owner and I can sell, I can sell anything uh, through my business. And I think it's why like a lot of people starting out, it probably was a detriment to me because I spent, you know, up to 10 K on, doing everything like licensing, yeah. legal fees and all that. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of people, what they do, especially with clothing brands is they'll do like a, a sole proprietorship and <clears throat> you know, they're not making, they're not making, you have to make up to 30 K a year in order to actually have to pay taxes. Right. right. So a lot of the time it's like, oh, okay, I'll do this. But then if you're, um, a sole proprietor you're not going to take your business seriously um yeah and at the end of the day it's better to just get it out of the way now and even if like my business like, even if i fell off like right now i'm kind of quiet on my on my social because i'm having back order issues um, yeah. <laughs> because of COVID, whatever oh, it's reason everything up. <clears throat> Canada. Uh, so that issue um has slowed me down in terms of like promoting and stuff like that but now that i have this registered business people are taking you know companies take you seriously uh manufacturers contact you or like when i'm talking to manufacturers i can now set it up and be like hey i'm actually a, a legitimate business um yeah i don't know where i was going with that i think i just really wanted to i wanted to start the business and make it real and then i can I'll ha- i have it now for the rest of my life so i can do whatever yeah. I want with it
2: that's super cool yeah that's <clears throat> the, the one I, go ahead go ahead Oh, uh, I was just going to say the one thing I really like about what you have is you don't like you've, you've only so far, um, you've got your sweaters. Cause I was on, I checked out your website recently mm-hmm. and I like how, it, I mean, obviously I'm sure you have plans to expand it and have a bit of a bigger collection, but the thing I like about it is that it's simple. It's to the point. It's like, this is what, this is what I have to offer. Um, this is the company. This is, this is what it is. And I kind of get it. Like, even though I, we asked you, Hey, what is the dad? company like what and ben was saying what does that represent in a way we kind of got it like we kind of understood it and i don't know if that's cuz we're canadian or if that's cuz we're we're exposed to this on a daily basis or um maybe we just understand your personality a little bit more uh through watching your videos and stuff but in a way we kind of it make it makes a little bit more sense to us even now chatting with you it's like okay you know i i get what you're doing
1: yeah i wanted yeah. to the sweater is supposed to evoke an emotion rather than it yeah. just becoming clothing. So it's like, oh, I recognize this. Why is this so familiar to me? I don't know where I know this sweater from. Why do yeah. I know what I mean? It's like comfortable in a way.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I want to try and recreate with all the clothing I make. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: Familiarity yeah. and comfort
1: is exactly. kind of
2: what that's yeah. Yeah. Literally
1: what it's <laughs> <saying>. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 No, I'll be honest. I literally just, just check that out. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to sound, I wanted to sound
0: cool, but. I think that's good. And it's, I think it's, I think that's the right mindset as well to, you know, not, not think, well, it's just, you know, it's, this is just my niche for now. And it's just like a hobby. Like, I think it's good to think like, no, like this is going to be my brand and this is what I'm standing for. It's more than just something I'm just kind of tinkering with. This is going to be me. And this is what I'm, you know, this is yeah. what I'm, I'm putting out there. And this is, this is, This is, you're going to consume my product, right?
1: Exactly. Like imagine I get a fucking TV show or a, you know, a movie, like a a legit movie or something like that. And then people are like, oh, I'll follow this guy. And then they see my clothing brand and like, is this, you know, this is my gin or whatever, you know, the alcohol, like an actor will make for his own side company. Yeah. Um, Especially in this business, you want to, you want to capitalize on your market or your attention, capitalize on your attention. Uh, with something, give them, offer them something tangible to hold. Yeah, it's like directly awesome, buy clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: and and it, that's it, the cool thing too is like it doesn't when you go on the website you wouldn't I wouldn't know that hey Austin Alexander's brand owns this. Yeah, which yeah. is cool because it's kind of I mean it's it's attached to you but it's also um, separate in a way because you're creating that it's not a divide I should say but you're creating a a bit of a separation to allow for that to kind of grow differently, which is really cool. And I think that's, that's important.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be cool when like, eventually when it expands, people will be like, oh, I didn't, did you know that this is owned by Austin Alexander? Like, did you know he did this? Whether you've gone there because of me, people already are like, oh, I like him, I'm gonna buy his clothing. But other people don't know it. They're like, I just really like the sweater. Where'd you get the sweater? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the thing. And to generate that interest is kind of like, just that kind of, you know, peaking, your interest, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah. but yeah, man, I mean, it's, I think that's more than more than half an hour, like 45 to 50 yeah. minutes. I mean, that was, yeah. that was fantastic. It was awesome chatting yeah. with you. I mean, we'd love to have you on again and, you know, chat more about, you know, how, how it's going with that show. And man, that, that'd be sick if that Absolutely. got started,
1: man. That'd be so cool. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's the next thing. That's the next thing. So it's, that's really only a matter of time, um, yeah. whether or not we're making it ourselves or we have someone pick it up.
2: Yeah well i mean I, i'm sure you're gonna have a ton of success like just chatting with you and just kind of seeing where you're going and your vision and i don't i don't see any reason why uh you know you shouldn't get to where you want to go i mean like like there's a lot of potential there and there's a lot of excitement that you're generating and i think uh you know if you keep that up you're
1: gonna you're gonna be there quicker than you think which is really cool thanks man i appreciate that very much So, i think yeah no problem yeah, that was awesome. Well,
0: yeah, thanks again to Mr. Austin Alexander for for joining us. And thanks again to all the chicken crusts and uh, pizza attendees as I swap it around. Um, thanks yes, for indeed, dipping yeah. into one more side uh, of ranch. My name is Ben. And I'm Mike. And I know I did this yesterday, Ben, but yep. I'm going to ask
2: Austin really quickly one yep. more time. <clears throat> Austin, if you could pick one thing to dip in
1: ranch, what would you do? <laughs> Oh, chicken tenders, actually. <laughs> no. Just, yes. it's, it's amazing. You know, it's it's, a combination <laughs>
0: incredible. Awesome. Perfect. I love it. All right. <laughs> well, thanks again, my men, and have a great day. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. You're awesome. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Ciao.
2: Thanks again to all of you crusts and tendies for tuning in to another episode of the Side of Ranch podcast. If you want to reach us on our socials, you can.
0: On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And you can leave us a voice message on Anchor. This helps us to chat directly with you guys and to continue to build a supportive community. Thanks again for dipping into a side of ranch. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben.